Hi, welcome to Escape, a travel podcast. I'm John. I'm Jess. I'm Samantha. And I'm Sean. Our job might be to plan vacations, but seeing the world is our passion. Our podcast is here to help you escape. Every episode, we will discuss our favorite destinations, hotels, tours, and so much more from around the world and right into your headphones. Let's go. Hi, and welcome to Escape a Travel Podcast. My name is John, and once again, I am joined by some of my favorite people, my fellow podcasters, and we are here today to do a new topic we've never talked about before. So when a lot of our clients and us personally go down to Orlando, we do something that's called a split stay. And what is a split stay? A split stay is when you spend part of your time at Walt Disney World, and then also going to the theme parks at Universal. Sometimes you may be splitting your hotel stay, sometimes you may just be going over for a couple days. Today, we're going to be talking about the do's and don'ts of a Orlando split stay. So let's go ahead and get us started. Sean, what is your number one do for split stay? My number one do for a split stay is know the length of time that is required to do each park in the amount of time that you really need to. So Universal for me, you need at least two days in the parks and that's probably with Express minimum. Pass for me, minimum. So adding, like tacking on one day at Universal to the end of a Walt Disney World stay for me, I don't necessarily like that because I just don't think you can really see and do what those two parks have to offer in that amount of time. Mm-hmm. And then the other side of that is if you were trying to add that on to a Walt Disney World stay, maybe you have four or five nights at Walt Disney World. I hate, <laughs> I hate people skipping the parks, like doing a do, doing Magic Kingdom for two days and then saying, okay, I've, I've seen what Walt Disney World has to offer. No, you haven't. You haven't. Um, you know, Walt and Disney also, World has four parks. also, please don't call Magic Kingdom Disney Worlds. That's <laughs> like a huge pet peeve of mine. Like Magic yeah. Kingdom is a park within Disney World. Disney encompasses all four parks and they deserve respect. <laughs> yeah. So in one of the Facebook groups I manage, one time somebody got into this big argument with me that if you Google Walt Disney World, you see the castle. So obviously that's Walt Disney World. And at one point, somebody jumped on and be like, dude, his profile picture is him with Buzz Lightyear. What are you doing? <laughs> <laughs> like, he, he should at least know. But no, honestly. Don't mess with him. Like, I know. It was just really funny. And I, I love those guys in that group, but it's just a funny group. But like, sometimes people have no clue what is, yeah. like, which way is up. Or the people who come over and think that Universal, or that the Universal Parks at Harry Potter World which isn't even the name of it, but like Wizarding World of Harry Potter is at Disney World and included in their place. And I get the the trickiness of that because we have Hollywood Studios at Walt Disney World and some people just think the two, Hollywood Studios being so close to Universal Studios Studios in Mm -hmm. in verbiage, I get the mix-up, but they are completely unrelated. So, yeah, John, going back to what the question was, I just really think understanding what each location has to offer in the amount of time that you really need to do it to make it make sense for your family. I agree. And then we're also talking price point. You add on a single day of tickets to Universal. Ooh, pricey. The per day cost is ridiculous. Yeah, that single day. Jess. Can I go next? Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jess, what is your ultimate do? Okay, I have a great segue and it has to do with price. And I think split stays, even if you're at the same location, let's take Disney World, for example, 
it's a great way to experience a deluxe resort if you can't afford to stay at a deluxe for the entire, let's say you're at Disney for a week, right? Mm -hmm. And maybe you can't afford to stay at a deluxe for seven nights. Well, maybe you stay at a deluxe for three or four nights instead. And then the first half, oh, this is my due. My due is if you're split staying at, let's say, Disney World Universal, you want to stay at the less expensive resort first and then Mm -hmm. move to the more expensive resort. So start at Pop. And at Wilderness Lodge. Or even start a moderate. Like start, let's say you do yeah. four nights at Coronado and then you move to Polly for the last three nights. Ooh. You know? Yeah. Like yeah. you're still able to experience your deluxe resort for, you know, a fraction of the cost as it would um, you would spend to stay there for seven nights. And, it, and to be fair, you can get a room at... Coronado for not much more than you're paying at Pop. Absolutely. Yeah, so, yep. So because that skyline has you know jacked up the prices over at Pop. When we're I mean we're not really talking Disney split stays, but that's kind of what we're talking about right now. If you do a Disney split stay, they will move your luggage for free. Yep. To a different resort, which is a very nice perk. Like you can drop it to the Bell Stand early in the morning. Tip them, by the way, uh, and then head into the parks, and they will move it over to Yacht Club or wherever, and it'll be right, right there waiting. We do a lot of Disney split stays. Yeah, you guys do way more than we, we do. We do a ton, and mostly because you know professionally, it's good to experience as many resorts as you can. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But when we were down in the summer of 2019 for Galaxy's Edge, we stayed at four different resorts when we were down there. <laughs> that is an undertaking. <laughs> we were down there for like 12 days maybe and we stayed at four different resorts so but the thing is though is that maybe 12 days at poly wouldn't have been within like even a really healthy person's like healthy budget like if you had a really generous budget 12 nights at poly is just not a thing but if you did three nights at poly and a couple nights at pop and then a couple nights at all-star and then a few nights somewhere else our trip was maybe it's not 12 days because i'm about to do the math we did two days at art of animation in the lion king suite Mm-hmm. Then we moved over to, um, we did club level at Animal Kingdom Lodge for two or three days. Then we moved to Contemporary Main Tower for four nights. And then we did the last two or three nights at Boardwalk. So okay. like... But that's really good. It was all like fairly all reasonably priced. Yeah. Wow. It was like a really cool, different type of trip. And you know, if you're at Disney... We scheduled a lot of our Magic Kingdom Epcot days when we were at Contemporary. And of course, we did like Animal Kingdom early on in the trip. And then, you know, Hollywood Studios when we were at Boardwalk. So I was able to, you know, match up the closest park to where we were staying at that time. Yeah. So what would your dues, what would your number one do be for a universal Disney split stay? Because that was mainly focused Disney. Yeah. So I like doing Disney before Universal. So I think order is still super important to me. Okay. And I like doing all the Disney stuff first and then moving over to Universal because... But you said do the lower of the resorts first, correct? Mm. So what would you do? So say you're starting at Disney. Say you start at Animal Kingdom Lodge. Where would you go to Universal to not go below AKL? I think any of the... The premiere? I would probably do Hard Rock. Like, we did that in December of 2020, and we moved from Grandestino Tower in that trip, okay. and then we moved to Hard Rock at, at Universal. Oh, that's an upgrade. Yeah. To go from and, there to there. And we did yeah. a Rockstar Suite, too. So. Oh, yeah. Sure. Oh, that's also fun. <laughs> Fair. Yeah. All right. So I do have a question for you guys. So this is a question I get a lot. Would you stay six nights 
at a Disney World hotel with four-day tickets and then do two days at Universal? Or would you do four nights at Disney with those four-day tickets and then do two days and two nights yes. mm-hmm. over at Universal? Number two. The latter yep. with Express yep. Pass. Yeah, like hard and fast number two. Can you explain that to our listening audience? Well, you don't want to Uber over to Universal all the time. I mean, you're going to have to get there. Yeah, it's a, it's a what, 20 to 25-minute track back and forth without traffic man if you go at the wrong time on i4 that is a mess yeah i just i like more individual stays yeah so for me in most situations disney is a stay in itself Mm -hmm. i have issues recommending to someone yeah go ahead and add that single day on at universal I think Universal is its own stay. It's usually a shorter stay than what Disney needs to be. Mm -hmm. And it's usually cheaper overall, actually. I just, I really, I urge my clients to think of Universal outside of Disney. And I love, I I do like the split stay concept. Because they're they're completely different. But I don't like it rushed. And they're completely different and they're a totally different experience. Also, I think it's really important to note what the ages of children are in the family. Mm Mm-hmm. Last Christmas, I had a family with kids who were 10, 12, and 14. So what they ended up doing was three or four days in Universal, and they stayed at Universal for the full six, seven nights they were there, and then mm-hmm. hopped over to Disney for a couple days. But because their kids were older, they wanted to go to City Walk at night, and they could focus more on Universal than on Disney. So I think if you have older kids, like basing your stay out of Universal as opposed to Disney might be the better option. It may also be the more economical oh, option. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Like, like they definitely, to do a deluxe resort or a premier resort right. there is going to be less usually than a deluxe and resort. And they were at, at Hard Rock and they went over to Disney to do Magic Kingdom and I think Hollywood Studios for Star well, Wars. Let's talk real quick. A planned trip that happens five or six months prior to arrival. Your premier level resorts are pricing at Universal, what, around $350, $400 a night? Uh, Animal Kingdom or Wilderness Lodge prices, for yeah. sure. Like the cheapest deluxe. The cheapest but deluxe. That's, but that's not going to be Savannah View at Wilderness no, Lodge. No, that's your that's standard. Like, and that's that's your... a standard view, Wilderness Lodge. It's Garden I mean, Wing sorry, as Kingdom. well. At Contemporary, yeah, yeah. yeah, you're 350 to 400 dollars a night. I don't even know if you can get Garden Wing for you under can. 400 I think anymore. It's 450 to pushing five at those places because because main towers now 700 we're talking pre plus. Di- pre discounts. Yeah, that's fair. So, can I give you guys my top pick? No, or, or my top <laughs> my, my top do? Yeah, you said no. <laughs> Don't do both. This is stupid. Your, your like, top you, do you, is you, to don't. <laughs> John, to I'm don't. totally agreeing with you on this. Do a dedicated universal trip. Yep. I can't tell you. And like, so we did, I think, five nights at, where was it? Uh, where did I stay at? Portofino. Portofino. At Portofino. Thank you. <laughs> I, stayed, we, we had, I, I remember all your trips better than you do, John. <laughs> you really, really do. I remember when you went to Hawaii for your uh, 10th anniversary. <laughs> three in a row. <laughs> uh, to, to be fair, you guys helped plan that trip. You guys did not plan the universal trip. But at the Universal trip, we overall had a fantastic time. Yeah. Even with a two two or three, I forget, don't remember if it was two or three. Like, he, we all still had such a blast going to Universal. And we did like five nights, three days in the parks. Mm-hmm. We had a pool day. We just like enjoyed hanging out with friends. And it was just so much fun. Like, we really, really enjoyed just doing mm-hmm. Universal. And I know a lot of people think like, oh, Universal is like a one or two day add-on. My do is don't split it. Just go down, especially if you're the type of person who goes more than once a year down to Orlando, definitely do a dedicated universal trip. And don't skip on Volcano Bay. 
Oh my gosh. We did Volcano Bay and Steffi said hands down her favorite day out of all of them. It's a very good mm-hmm. chill day between the parks. Like if you have that four or five night stay, doing a full dedicated day at Volcano and then three days yeah. in the parks, that's ideal. So I need to give a little nod to my northern folks, my Yankees up here. That's fair. So like you're within driving distance, but for us, like yeah. a lot of my clients, they'll go for a whole week, seven or eight nights, but this is their only Orlando trip of the year. They might be doing something else. So mm-hmm. a lot of my clients do want to actually do the five nights in Disney, three nights at Universal. Absolutely. Because that, Absolutely. this is their me. one trip of the year. You know what I mean? Yeah. Well, one trip to Florida for the year. So maybe me and Sam being further this. I mean, Sam's not really. She's kind of Midwest, but. Yeah. I'm only a two hour plane ride away. <laughs> yeah, I'm saying like we get down way more than I mean, once a year. I mean, we're three and a so. half hours, you know, from Boston to MCO. So, mm-hmm. you know, right. I think a lot more people are doing like a week off of school and they're doing eight nights and they have to tack on, you know. So what would you? So then for me, I would do, if it was me, I would do four and three. Four, four days at Disney World, yeah. three sure, days yeah. at Universal. Yeah, I agree. I think that's fair. If I had that parameter. Yep. If I go to Florida more than once a year, what I'm trying to say I is I might that even do five and two, to be honest. Yeah. Like, but like, what my thoughts are, don't put Universal in the add-on box. Absolutely. Yeah. And I agree with because that 100%. Because it can be its own trip. So I also find that when people do the five and two or four and three, they do want to plan their Universal trip for five nights or whatever in the future. So I think it's a great yeah. way to test drive Universal and see if the rides fit in with how your family vacations sure, and yeah. what your kids like. But I do find that more often than not, people are going back to Universal and actually not doing Disney and just doing Universal. So, piggybacking what you said about the five and two, the awesome option there is if you do stay premier level, like say you get three day tickets, you're staying in the resorts for two days, but that arrival day, you can get that express pass if you're only doing two days of premier level resorts. So that's a great option there. Head out of Disney, go real quick, drop your bags at Universal, pick up your room key and hit the parks. And whether it's a single night or two nights, whatever, you have that express pass on both days. But Universal for me is at least a two day park experience to even come close to scratching what they offer. Yeah. You should never do it for just one day. I think you need two days. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. Another must do in my opinion, I would say probably Pre-pandemic, 90% of all of my Universal bookings were staying at a premier resort because of the value of getting Unlimited Express included in your booking. But it's been difficult this year because people have been waiting to the last minute because of unpredictability and they end up booking and they don't have any premier resorts available anymore. So what I would say is book early. Agreed. And you can get your money back. You know, you like if, if you decide to make, change your plan, like you can get your money back. 95% of the trips, unless you're two adults going for a short period of time, you are making money off of that. Like, Sam, it's so much hmm. more economical. Tell us about the tickets at Universal compared to Disney. What do they offer? Buy three days, get two days free. Yeah. You will not get... Is that still happening? You're yeah. never going to get that at Disney. No, you're never, never. going to get a <laughs> ticket promotion at Disney. Yeah. But Universal offers a buy three days, get two free. We're talking just a fantastic promotion. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's I mean, happening right now. right now. It happened during the pandemic right. even, didn't it? Mm-hmm. They yep. did it last year. Yeah, they did. 
I mean, mm-hmm. and they did and it the you, year before that. And too. you save a decent amount of money because you unlike Disney, Universal doesn't like prorate the tickets as much based on your length of stay. Like Disney, yeah. the difference between like I was tonight was quoting five versus six days and it's like $50 for a family of five. Like there's no mm-hmm. difference. But at Universal, you really are paying for that like extra day of tickets. So yeah. when you get the two days free, it adds up. It's a great it's cost a savings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, per person, it's crazy. But see, what I also like about... See, I'm a big fan of Universal because what I like about Universal is the whole idea that you can stay at a premier resort and get Express Pass, you can't beat that anywhere. Disney doesn't offer anything like that at all. (laughs) I mean, it's just... It's amazing if if you can pull off the premier resort price and do it just for those two nights... It's well worth the money. I know most of these people know this, but let's talk about Express real quick. What is Express? Why is that important? You bypass all the lines and cut your wait time down by like 75%. It's unlimited Express when you're staying at the resorts versus Mm -hmm. regular Express, which is just one ride per day. And unlimited is included with the resort stay. They also have a ticket add-on one time per ride Mm -hmm. to cut that line essentially. But unlimited, you can go on... The rides as many times as you want and, mm-hmm. and skip the line every single stinking time. But I do also want to say, because we have not talked about them at all, Universal has some great value type resorts. Mm-hmm. Like Cabana Bay is an excellent <gasps> resort. It holds Cabana six Bay. people, like their family <gasps> suites. I love Sleep Cabana Bay, six dude. People. <laughs> it's and so Aventura good. is a great option. Their family suites are a great yeah. option. So Volcano can I say Bay too, like room. this is turning into like a really pro Universal podcast episode, which, which I love. I'm all for it. So I have Disney clients who are going to Universal for the first time. And this kind of reminds me of they are shocked that we don't need advanced dining reservations, (laughs) which we set some up anyway, but they're Mm -hmm. psyched about this. Like the more it's more of a spur of the moment. They love they're staying at Hard Rock. So they have all the express pass like they're psyched. They're like, why haven't we done this earlier? So Universal is like going to Disney in the early 2000s. Yes. Yep. And like for some, like these are the type of clients who prefer the more unstructured spur of the moment trip. And they're spending a lot less money than they went on a Disney vacation. So (laughs) you think of going to Disney for a five night stay with a family of four. You could do the exact same thing at Universal at a premier resort and save 2K. Yeah. have an overall better in-park experience. That's exactly what my clients are doing. They're doing a five night with four days of tickets and they're psyched. We set up all their their dining, the restaurants they want to hit up. Because let's just, let's say it, like CityWalk has some amazing restaurants. Cowfish. Like really good places Cowfish to eat. Cowfish is my favorite. Yep, mm-hmm. for sure. So, yeah. you know, they didn't have to fight for reservations at 60 days. They were yeah. able to get yeah. everything they wanted exactly they when they wanted we it. We didn't. Yeah. Win win. <laughs> no, for, for sure, Sean. That's for sure. For sure. We did, we did it in a we did it like in a restaurant together at lunch, like super yeah. easy. Yeah. So what you guys sound like you're saying is after all of this discussion about split stays, is you agree with me? <laughs> I agreed with you from the from day one. But see, the great yeah. thing with Universal is you can do a long weekend. You can arrive on a yeah, Thursday night too. and you can leave on a Sunday night or Monday morning. I maintain Preach on, Preach that on. a split stay is okay for your first trip to Universal, but you will want to go back for longer and very soon after you have that That's trip. That's true too. Yeah. It's good for yeah, an add-on for a two, at least a two-day add-on. Just don't do it yeah. a single day. I just... Yeah. Oh, 
That's it. That's all. That's my it's only not sticking time. point. If you do a one day add on at Universal, you are not gonna get to see anything but maybe a smidge of Harry Potter. So here's well, the thing. you're also paying premium because one yeah. day tickets at Universal are crazy, super mm-hmm. expensive. If you do a one day add on, but you skip one of the four parks at Disney, I'm saying don't do it. That's all I'm saying. Mm, I agree. Mm-hmm. Just do your full time. Do at your full time at Disney do and schedule that Universal some other one time. One park a day at Disney, four days, four parks yeah. at Disney, two. Days, two parks at Universal, or even three yeah. days, three parks at Universal. Yeah. Oh my gosh, I love Volcano I Bay. I know, agree. We need to do an episode specifically on Volcano Bay. Oh yeah, I could talk <laughs> about that for thirty minutes easily. Yeah, we are in favor of split stays, but there are caveats to them. Yeah. All right. Well, on that note, I'm going to go ahead and grab the show, and I'm going to wrap it up, and we are going to go ahead and say thank you for listening. Put a bow on it, John. <laughs> yeah, I put a nice little pretty red bow, and what I am going to say is, in case you couldn't tell, we really, really love Universal, and it's super obvious we love Disney as well. Uh, otherwise, we wouldn't spend so much time down there. And if you did enjoy today's show, talking about Universal and Disney, you can go ahead and click like and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. If you are listening on Spotify or on Apple podcasts you can give us a five-star review if you enjoyed the show and it'll help other like-minded listeners find us once again thank you so much for listening and have a great day bye-bye